Hey friends, I'm JB, and I'm Sarah, and this is the Go Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Go Podcast. Um, we are super excited for this episode. We're just kind of sort of excited. I'm super excited. I'm a youth pastor, though, so I'm always super excited about everything. I do think we're always super excited about everything or most things, but I feel like everybody always says that. Like, if they go to speak or something, they're like, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm like, somebody's got to not be excited about something somewhere. One of us should do that next time we speak. Just be like, guys, I'm just really not excited to be here tonight. This is my job. I'm just doing it because I have to. Just here so I don't get fined. That's horrible. So, I saw a funny news story that's, I wouldn't call it news, but it's, and it's from January, so it's kind of outdated, but, um, you, so you know Grumpy Cat? Yeah. Yeah. Like my brother Aaron? Yeah. So, um, lots of story behind that one, but, so Grumpy Cat in January apparently won a lawsuit against a company this is for real. Sarah's giving me the, you're making this up face. This is 100% on NBC News website. Uh, won a lawsuit for $700,000 because they used Grumpy Cat's image without proper authorization. They had authorization to for it to promote a certain product, but not certain other products. Hey, Grumpy Cat is rich. How in the world... <laughs> How does so? Who created Grumpy Cat? Like, who gets that? It's, it's an actual. There's an actual cat. Okay, so the owner of that cat gets this money. Is that it? Well, well yeah. And I'm sure but, the lawyers and all that, but but it's like, it's like legitimately like the article is talking about Grumpy Cat winning this lawsuit. Like the cat. The cat winning. Wait, wait. And so can animals listen, be represented by the law? We need a lawyer this, in The here. attorney for Grumpy Cat said, Grumpy Cat feels vindicated and feels the jury. <laughs> 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 Guys, this is what apparently is news. Uh-huh. It is on the weird news section of NBC News, but <laughs> I just thought that was a funny... I think that's crazy. Uh, I haven't seen a picture of Grumpy Cat in a long time, but I definitely feel that way. A lot. Like, I feel like my face looks like that. I would show it to you, but I can't right now. Sorry. Me? A picture of Grumpy Cat. Show it to you. Not oh. not the people listening. That would be amazing if I could do that. That would be amazing if you, like, imported it into I'll, their mind. I'll link it to the show notes. There you go. Grumpy Cat. To and the, then, to the can article. we put a picture of my brother, too? Yes. That's horrible. My brother does not look like Grumpy Cat. I don't know where that started, but it just was funny. And it's because it, he's grumpy. It's not because... Sometimes he can be grumpy, but not all the time. And we love the, him. The funniest part is that our niece and nephew are the ones that like really go for it with him. And they're like 11 and 14 or 11 and 13. They're 11 somewhere. and they're, 13. They're like preteen, teenage. Yeah. They're I awesome. don't think we're going to be invited to family things after this. Yeah, whatever. Okay. 
So, today's episode. Yes. Um, we are, as we record this, we're full blown getting into graduation season. Yes, it's gonna be May. It's already May. It is May, and most of our open houses are in June. So. That's true, and at the same place and. Around the same yeah, time. Yeah, like all of our students are all having them at the church, and that's like super convenient for us. Thank you. Because we're there anyway. So, yeah. Here's so, your card. We love you. Yep. So, our, our stack of invites is starting to get higher. And so, we wanted to do an episode dedicated to the graduation season and looking towards college for some of these fine folks that are graduating from our high schools. I sincerely wish that the vitamin C song was playing in the background right now. That's as I was preparing for this. <laughs> I just wanted to sing it, but I didn't. I decided not to. Yeah, we love seniors. We actually have a class that is graduating this year that is going to be really hard to send off. We had them in middle school when we were doing middle school ministry, and when they moved up to high school, it was sad. Yeah. And so now I can't imagine how it's going to feel them, you know, moving away and all of that, but I will have to put on my big girl pants and deal with it. We're excited for them. We are. And we love them a lot. We just don't want them to go too far. That's Unless they can invite us to someplace cool. Yeah, that's true. Move somewhere cool and then invite JB and Sarah because they want to be there. And then babysit their kids when they come and then we can go enjoy. That's perfect. Plan. That sounds like the ultimate mooch plan. <laughs> I don't think the students would expect much else. That's fine true okay so what we've got for you today is a top 10 list of the things that we think you need to know before college absolutely and we each compiled our own list um so technically it's gonna be 20 or or 25 (laughs) because i couldn't narrow it down yeah so lots of thoughts yeah so how where this actually came about um one of our youth pastors from high school, his son was graduating a few years ago, and he messaged some of us guys that were in his youth group and said, hey, um, could you guys put together like your own top 10 list of things that he should know before going to college? And so we all threw out our ideas and gave them to him, and then it just sat on my in my Dropbox for a couple years, and I was like, all right, I think this would be a good podcast. Let's do it. I think it would be great. So... These are in no order whatsoever, and I'm going to start. Is that okay? Yeah, you start. So, number one, meet people. Wow. Don't be shy. Make friends. So, just don't don't be a hermit that sits in your room. And then, a little caveat, don't be guitar playing guy in the quad. That's weird. <laughs> so, meet people, but don't be weird. Don't. Yes. What if people are weird anyways? Like... Don't be yourself. Be yourself. Is be that yourself. Like, just don't like set up these weird ways to meet people, like playing the guitar in the quad, mm-hmm. or whatever your like public meeting places on your campus. Yeah, I think it would probably be normal for you to feel anxious and want to kind of bail out or not do anything, especially if you're commuting to a campus, like. You need to like schedule hours just to be there, just to mingle, just to meet people because you're going to want that connection, that community. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mine is have fun. I think fun is so important. I think 
there are going to be a lot of hard days in college of studying and trying to get everything done. And I think having fun is really important. I also think there's a lot of awesome ways to have fun. You might have to be a little bit more creative than just going to a party every weekend. I think that there's a lot of things that you can do to have fun and maybe part of that might be traveling if you can. Yeah, um, so have fun is actually on my list as well. Nice. Um, and man, I, I didn't have the traveling aspect on there, but um, from, from like even when we went to college, like studying abroad was an option, but I, I don't feel like it was as accessible as, mm-hmm. as it is now. Yeah, I think it's gotten more popular and more... Cost effective, maybe? Maybe. Not yeah. looked into it, but I don't know. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I like that. Have fun. Um, don't don't waste your time. You're there. Enjoy it. You, I mean, if you're getting your degree, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my next one is kind of a nerdy one. Let's but, hear it. Um, don't be scared to speak up and ask questions in class. Ooh. Everybody says that, but then you're still scared you're to still, ask questions. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think a theme of a couple of mine is like, don't be afraid to be embarrassed. <laughs> like, just don't, just ignore that embarrassed emotion because that would benefit you in a lot of ways. So yeah, speak up, ask questions. You'll learn more that way. And um, like, I, I'm not a question asker in class. I'm just, just not who I am. And so I probably could have gotten a little bit better grades if I had asked some questions. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm sure that teachers would appreciate it to have some actual discussion and things like that in class. I remember asking the dumbest question in my Greek mythology class, and I remember the kid in front of me turned around and looked at me. Like, he, like, (laughs) full body turned around, like, are you serious? serious? And I was like, I'm never, I'm never asking a question again. But you know what? When was that? I survived it. When was that? In college? It was the first first semester that we were married and yeah i was at iupui and knew no one and so you weren't looking to impress anybody that's good no i wasn't you already definitely didn't do that you already had your your knight in shining armor i already had my mrs degree so i was good bingo yeah i did go to college for more than that but she went to college a lot I did go to college a lot, but we're going to move on. So mine is, you will learn a lot about the world and other people, but you'll learn the most about yourself. That is deep. Yeah. So I remember in my freshman dorm room, I learned so much about myself. I am very extroverted. I didn't realize how much I needed that time alone at night. And so then I had to figure out how to do that and all that. And I learned a ton about myself. So expect that. Expect you to have some things come up that you didn't realize about yourself. That's good. Um, I think this one kind of ties into it because you're talking about learning about yourself. You're living a lot of people in a dorm with maybe people you've never met before. Mm-hmm. You had the experience of people you had never met before. You right. went to like orientation. I roomed with friends from high school. So completely opposite um, you know, setups there. But um, one of mine is... Try and select roommates that live in a similar way as you. So if you're a neat freak, you don't want to pick your friend that is a disgusting slob. What if you don't know they're a disgusting slob until later? Interview them. 
<laughs> interview their parents. Show up at their house randomly, like on a Wednesday morning. Interview their siblings. <laughs> siblings would be the best. That would be perfect because siblings will tell you. Yep, yep. But so if you're a neat freak, try to find somebody who's more of a neat freak. If you are not a neat freak, if you're messy, if you're a slob, find a neat freak to room with because they're going to clean up after you. That's what I think. I think this is a big one. So I had a roommate that wanted to watch TV. Like she had to have TV on to go to sleep. Did you room with somebody from my family? Because it's not me. No, I didn't. But I like didn't have a TV in my room growing up. And so I I didn't know how to fall asleep to a TV. And so I had to figure that one out. Yeah. That's, so. It is a challenging thing to do and a it hard is. habit to break. And listen, and everybody loves Raymond is the worst because they have like the loudest, what is it called? The laugh thing? At, the laugh track. The laugh track. Theirs is the loudest. And so then the whole time, yeah, I'm but still kind of bitter so about that. funny. It is funny, but not at three in the morning, not at four in the morning. Touche. Okay, Touché. so my next one is syllabus shock. It is a thing. So... I started to realize because I was in college for so long and I'm not a doctor, so that's sad, but that every time I got the syllabus, I was like, syllabi? Every time I got a syllabi, I would look at it. What is it? Is it? I want to call <laughs> You're more educated <laughs> than I am. The face that you're know. looking at me. Whatever, you know it's what a, I mean. It's it doesn't a syllabus matter. or out of all of it's the syllabi. syllabi. There you go. So syllabi is plural. They might need to know that. That's important. You're going to sound smart in class. Listen to You're JB. You're setting them up. And not Sarah. But anyways, when you get this thing, this syllabus, okay, it's going to give you an outline of everything that you're going to do in that semester and all that stuff. And you're going to start to have panic rise up in your soul. And you're going to be like, I don't know if I can do this. And then you're going to go to your next class and you're going to get another one. And you're going to be like, I have to do this one and that one. And trust me, like you do not realize that you have like all these months to do it, that it's going to be okay, and that things are going to calm down after your first test. That's typically how it goes. So just give yourself some time. Don't panic and know that it will get better after the first test. Yeah, I did the opposite of that. Okay. I just would put the syllabus in my folder and then refer to it at the end of the semester. What? I was, I was not a good college student. Okay. But you graduated. I graduated. So. Yep. There you go. Yep. Okay. Um, number four for me. The college will try to get you to pay for three meals every day that you're in college on your meal plan. Don't do it. Smart. Yeah. Reduce it to two or even one. Um, you can save yourself a lot of money and you can get really good at preparing ramen noodles and frozen pizza. Like Sarah and I were pretty boss at preparing both of those because we've eaten a lot of them in our lives. Don't tell people that. Uh, we don't anymore. I can't, I don't know the last time I had ramen. Those party pizzas that were like a buck. They used to be. They're more expensive now. And they're square. Yeah, that's still weird. It's, I know. It's kind of like weird, but like reassuring. It's like, oh, it's like school pizza. You remember you used to like dump hot sauce on it. It's like maybe oh, yeah. it won't taste like cardboard anymore. I think I, I think I need to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. I think we could bring it back. Yeah. So, so anyway, don't don't get three meals per day because that's a waste of money, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Two is sufficient. Yeah, for sure. Um, mine is expect detours. So 
you will have a plan and you will go for it and there's going to be things that come up against that plan maybe it means that you have to put a class off or maybe it means you have to go an extra semester maybe you have to change your major i know that stinks and i think that you should try to avoid it as much as you can but changing your major now rather than five years from now i think is um smarter than just yeah I feel like I have so many of these that connect and I'm trying to just resist and hold off. Um, and then, but I'm also noticing the differences in our personalities mm -hmm. as we've prepared this. Yes. Uh, because my next one. <laughs> <laughs> yours is, oh. My number five. I really like yours. That was good. My number five is the freshman 15 is a real thing. <laughs> so make it a point to not let it happen to you. Like when you go to college, most colleges have a workout facility that you have free access to as a student. Take advantage of that. Like you don't have to go every every day and be a crazy workout person, but get in there and utilize it. I think the thing that helped us the most with that, because I did not gain weight my freshman year. I gained it later, but I didn't gain it my freshman year, and it was because we were so poor. We were just going to the gym to work out. Like that's what we were yeah. doing, so... Being poor sometimes is great. It's true. And a side sidebar to this, like I played intramural sports. That was like some of the most fun I had in sports in my life. Um, and it was fun and it was active. You know, it was something to do to, to be active. So freshman mm -hmm. 15 is a real thing. Yep. My next one is friends might change. And I think that's important to um, just put in your pocket and remember, I thought that my best friends in high school would be my best friends forever. And forever. Forever. I love that movie. Um, anyways, but I just think it's important to, to know that your friendships might change. There might be a season where you have a ton of new friends and then all of a sudden you have some really great friends and all of that. And it's just going to kind of be up and down and all around and that's okay. Yeah, You'll, that's what I was You will say. land... In the right place, you'll find the right people, but it might look different than it than you thought it would. Yep, that's a completely okay thing to happen. Mm -hmm. Just don't make it happen because you're a jerk. Yeah, don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, my number six, take advantage of the time you have with very little responsibility. Now, I'm not saying go just waste your time in college because you don't have anything to do, but you have not a lot of responsibility especially if you're like living in the dorms i mean it's kind of like living at home with your parents in a lot of ways um so my advice to you this is where the pastor in me comes out make god a priority during this time get into some good habits uh, for me that's mornings i did not take advantage of this in college i didn't take advantage of it till i was like 25 of like establishing a good morning routine um but learn to drink some coffee Get into the word. Um, just develop some good habits in that area. Mine kind of goes along with that. So I have allow yourself to dream big dreams and then work really hard. So what I mean by that is that you are going to need to work really hard at the things that you're expected to do. And then that might give you some margin to dream a little bit and maybe do things that you don't have to. And if you have good routines and good rhythms, then you're going to have more space to do those kind of things. I think that could be an entirely other podcast. I agree. That one 
point you just had. Yeah. Well, I like the crap I don't want to do, I can do quicker when I know I'm motivated to get it done so that I can get to the to the big things that I'm really hoping yeah, to do. Yeah, you're super efficient. Some the speed at which you do some things is incredible. Part of it is motherhood. Cuz you only got so much time before the kid falls That's off true. or knocks his head. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Any number of examples there. <laughs> All right, number seven. I touched on this in my last one, and I'm not sure how we got into, I think this is the fourth episode or something that we've, we've recorded, and we haven't talked about coffee. What? Number seven. If you haven't already developed taste for coffee, do that. Do it now. Here, I'm going to tell you really quick. The first thing that you should do if you don't like coffee is you should start ordering white mochas because it's like kind of coffee but kind of not. It's a really good gateway drug into all the other wonderful coffee drinks. Or if you're a poor college student, you can get coffee in the cafeteria and just douse it in cream and sugar. There you go. Or gas. I started on gas station coffee with just tons of cream and sugar. Can you be a Christian if you don't like coffee? Um, I don't know, but I am fairly certain that coffee emits an aroma that is inviting to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> And, I was like, where and, uh, are you going with this? And I think that it's it's almost like if, if you have like your spiritual disciplines on a level, Stop. like coffee is right behind it. Stop. No, I agree. It's true. Yeah, she fully agrees with that. All right, here's mine. You'll hear lots of new voices, new ideas, and new perspectives. Don't be scared of them. Just make sure that Jesus' voice is the loudest. His idea for your life is is the one that you follow his perspective is the one that matters and his voice is the one that you ultimately listen to and if you're going to do that you have to put yourself in front of him lots of different ways mic drop you think so Should i, I think it's good that? um i would say when you're hearing these other voices don't shut them out immediately absolutely not like you should have no fear in hearing other things mm-hmm. like that's part of why you're in college yeah so listen um we always we tell our students when we do um like debate style discussions um we tell them to be respectful to others as they're as they're talking and they're listening and we also tell them to be a student so listen to what the other people have to say their their perspective uh, take it in and then you don't have to believe what what they believe or think the way they think but um to just dismiss it without even considering it would be would be a poor decision i think Mm -hmm. yeah and then i think that sometimes we do that because we don't want to have our views or our beliefs changed and i think it's just really important that we have that anchor in jesus christ and that it does i know i know it's cliche i know whatever but it's it's reading your Bible, it's praying, it's going to church. Those are the basic things that now you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do them, but um, unless you go to a Christian college and you have to go to chapel or whatever. But Yep. <laughs> and sleep in chapel, so there you go. But Watch movies. The um, point is is that those, those things are really important. And so open your mind, let yourself learn those things, but also make sure that you're anchored in truth. Yep, I love it. Um, okay, number eight. Get a job, but not right away. Give yourself a couple months okay. to enjoy. And I mean, some people might have to get a job, 
Um, I think my first job I started in like November when I got to college. So I had a few months to kind of enjoy it and um, didn't have a lot of spending money those first few months, but um, got into college, kind of got used to the rhythm. And uh, But you will need money. You'll want money. Um, and so get a job even on campus, like just to make some extra money. Absolutely. I have get a mentor and then be super needy. So here's my point. No, is it, I, like, I know where you're going. Follow with it, me with this I like it. because I don't think the issue is that there's not enough people that want to be mentors. I think that it's really hard for a mentor to like come into someone's life and be like, "Hey, you need mentored, so I'm going to be your mentor." Like that doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. But I think if you go to someone and you're like, "Listen, like I'm in college. I got all this new stuff coming at me. All these things. All these transitions. Like I need somebody to." kind of be there for me and then you reach out to that person when you need prayer and things like that and they're gonna reach out to you too but I think that your role is to be super needy to make sure that that connection happens that's good um yeah I I just that's good I I have a lot of experience in being super needy so that's why I can't (laughs) that's why I'm kind of speechless I'm (laughs) yeah no um yeah I I had something really profound that I was gonna add to that but I lost it and just like I kept chatting and you, you're just being super needy mm, ouch number nine grades matter in college but not that much stop it they do matter they do matter but I'm getting the stink eye about this <laughs> but this is my opinion try your hardest pass your classes do well mm-hmm. but don't stress over oh I got a B plus on that test or that class, and I could have gotten an A, A minus. Like, okay, I had something similar too. Of yes, like set your expectation for how long you need to study for something. Study and then move on. Like you can always study more, and if you don't put like a little bit of a cap on it, then you are going to always be like in this constant state of okay, I need to sneak away. I need to be able to do mm-hmm. this, and there needs to be time where you can turn it off. So I agree. And not giving yourself a panic attack, but, like, going to class is important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, yes. Um, you're but, like, don't give yourself anxiety right, like, over you're Like, no, no job is going to be like, um, what grade did you get in uh, history of Western civilization your freshman year of college? I do think it matters, like, what track you're going to. Like, if you are wanting to go to grad school or you're wanting to get into med school or something yes. like that, then yes. But I am speaking from the perspective of my ministry degree. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're going to, if you're wanting to go to med school or law school, like, it's different. Know, something like that is completely different. Um, and you might need to deal with a little bit of college study anxiety but don't don't give yourself a heart attack because you're concerned about you know whatever Christian formation test you've got coming up or whatever right no I think that is really important I have find a Christian community and force it until it fits so what I mean by that is that whatever Christian community that you go to is not going to be perfect it is going to be uncomfortable. They might not serve you in the way that you want served. I don't know. Mm. But you will be able to is find that something. Is not the point of church? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. Um, but you will be able to find something wrong with everywhere that you go. And I think it's important 
find one that's good enough and stick with it and force it till it fits. Yes, that's very good. I heard a quote recently, and I don't remember which podcast I heard it on. Probably Kerry Newhoff's because he's always dropping some mad knowledge. But um, the quote was, consistency comes before community. Yeah, it's so good. So what Sarah's talking about is just, you like you can't go three times and be like, well, I didn't uh, have a life-changing experience with my small group at my college college group or whatever and so i'm gonna go somewhere else like you have to you know continue to go back and build relationships and once you form those relationships then that you know those bonds and those like deep spiritual (laughs) moments between you guys can happen but um it takes time yep make it a point to be consistent um if you don't make it that point you won't get plugged Mm -hmm. in and like kind of push through that awkward yeah nest um, is that all of them? Because I still have a few more. Oh, Can I please, uh, please share? Wait, that, I'm on, I'm getting ready to say my number 10. Okay, you say your, your 10 um, and then I'm going to figure out how to mesh my four into this we'll, last We'll make one. an exception. Okay. All right, number 10, don't quit. Ooh, I like that. I wanted to pull this in when you were talking about one earlier, but once you start, finish it. Um, and this, this differs a little bit from something you said a little bit ago, Sarah, but um, any degree is better than no degree. So if you're three years into college, I'm nodding. This is do true. not take a semester off, <laughs> unless yeah. unless you absolutely have to, like illness mm-hmm. or you know, family emergency, something like that. But finish your degree, even if you're like, well, I'm I'm getting a business degree, but I really really want to go into this other field. Just finish your degree, or talk to your advisor and see if there's a way that you can add some classes in order to to shift it towards the track that you want to go but just don't quit because then you've just wasted three years and upwards of thirty thousand dollars or whatever way more than that so don't quit yeah i i definitely agree with that i think too like there was a semester for me in or a season for me in grad school where we had two little ones at home and i did not want to keep going and what I did was I just took one class that semester, and mm-hmm. I think that kept me in a little bit of the momentum. I didn't get too out of it and then get scared to get back into it. And so yep. that would be my suggestion if you have to slow down to at least stay in one class. Yeah, even if it's like an online class that you can you know, pretty easily pass, like just something to keep to stay in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my last one for um, is... So I had date intentionally. I think it's really important that you that you put yourself out there and that you try to date. If you have a desire to to get married, date intentionally. Be smart about it. Don't be alone a lot. And living together is stupid, I think. So that I'm just going to put that out there. You really whispered that. You could have shouted it and I would have <laughs> agreed with you. Um, but I think that that piece of advice applies to high schoolers too. Mm-hmm. Date intentionally. If you're not dating intentionally, you're just wasting time. Absolutely. Um, like and hurting people. And hurting and yourself. yourself. Boom. Oh, we said the same thing as It's like we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> when you quote Disney movies to me. Especially love princess it. movies. I know. Yeah. No, that's a good one. And then I had another one. Um, I have another one too. Okay, you go actually, first. Actually, mine kind of goes along with one you just you talked about with uh, when when you were in grad school and all that yeah um, 
If you want to get your master's or if you need to get your master's, do it now. You're already in school. Like, or four years from now when you graduate, like, get it. Uh, don't wait until you're married and have kids because that crap is really hard. It is so hard. And Sarah killed it. Like, she just, she did so much while she was in grad school. Like, having babies and raising babies and working and going to school and writing a book which is awesome. And I mean, just all that stuff. And it was just, it was a hard season, mm-hmm. but you're in college. There's a little well bit of a going. nervous breakdown in that. So we need to throw that in. Yeah. There, but. That's what I'm saying. It's, it was a hard season, but mm-hmm. you, I mean, you finished through it, um, but it would have been much better <laughs> had right. we, had we gotten that out of the way before kids. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely agree. We got so married like, in college. So like that was, we are already had scratched that part of that. Yes. Um, I have server volunteer even when you're busy, especially when you're busy. The reason mm-hmm. I say that is because I think that when you are in college, especially when you're in your undergrad and maybe you're living on campus and you get soaked into this world, and a lot of times all you're responsible for is yourself. And I think that can kind of build some entitlement and some selfishness and it is so good for your mental health to do things for other people and to care about them first. And I think you need to make that a part of your everyday life. Even if it's an hour a week, it just shifts your mind to care about someone else. And you need that. Yeah. And we've we've known lots of college students that could attest to that. That serving while they are in college is a really good thing. So... Especially if you are pursuing a ministry degree, like, you know, churches and organizations are potentially going to look right past you if you've not served while you've been in college. Yeah. Um, so that's that's more of a practical point mm-hmm. to that. But um, yeah, it's it's really important to get to get serving somewhere, serving somebody um and mo- I feel like life. I feel like you can really connect that with the career that you're going into or the passions that you mm-hmm. have. And I think this is important to kind of touch base on that your career and your calling might not be the same, and that's okay. Like, Say it again. Your career and your calling might not be the same, and that's okay. And I'm not the first person to say that. I won't take credit for that, but I do think it's really important because you might have a job that's great, that's solid, and then maybe it provides for you to be able to go um, serve in these ways or to support these things and that kind of thing. And that's what brings you fulfillment. And it's not your career. That's okay. I keep saying that's okay, but that's, that's okay. okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Here is the last thing, unless you have anything okay. else. I do not have – my last one was have fun. And mm-hmm. you stole that as your number one. So yeah, have fun is the most important thing to me because I'm a seven yes. on the Enneagram. So I there's don't, that. I don't, Some people don't know, I don't what, that know means, what that means, but Google it because it's important. And it'll change your life. But here's the last thing. I'm kind of giving it away. So if you are a current senior right now, you're gonna know what your gift is, but you probably already know anyways because I we give it to the students every year. So. I think that it's really important to journal. So we usually give students a journal, and in the front we ask them to journal their prayers, asking God to lead them in their life and to watch Him answer. Because this is such a transitional season in your life. 
This is typically the season where you pick your career, your future. You pick a spouse sometimes, sometimes not. I don't know. All these different things. And so it comes at you really, really quick. And so being able to like look back on those prayers and see how God put all of it together, I think is going to be huge for your faith as an adult. Yeah. And Sarah is a journaler for sure. I am not as much of a journaler and I have really tried hard to get to that point. Um, I've got a lot of feelings. So there's that. That is true. Um, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. Um, but I, I do make it a point to at least try to write, whether it's logging prayer requests or um, just kind of writing what's going on. Um, yeah, I think you do a lot of bullet, like bullet point kind of things yeah. too, and that works for you. It doesn't have to look the same Yeah, that's what for I was going to say. Like, everybody's is going to look a little bit different. I've spent a lot of time feeling like, oh, I just can't journal because I don't do it in this specific way and just write something on the page, like what you're going through, what your prayers are. Um, what God's teaching you, what you read today, like um, things like that. And um, we had a cool story. One of our one of our students, who was a small group leader for us, um, he didn't really journal much before this, and um, we gave him the the notebook and um, with kinda, candy, with candy, and wrote a little note um, in the front of it. That's kind of how we do it. Um, instead of a card, we write a note, and um, like that sparked his passion for journaling and. The dude journals all the time now, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. I think he might even be considering writing a book. I'm not mm. positive, but I think I think he might. So, It'd I think that's fun. super cool. Obviously, but but yeah. So we are cheering for you. We're so excited. We love when seniors do well when they go to college and they don't want to come home because they're having so much fun. Sometimes it makes us sad, but we really are cheering for you. We want the best for you. And I have one more. Can I okay. have one more yep. to our list before we wrap it up? Yep. Um, it's it's this weekend is Mother's Day, so that that's kind of what made me think of it. Mm-hmm. But your mom is probably having a hard time with you graduating and going to college. You are so sweet to consider the moms out there. I know. I love moms. Mm-hmm. Um, but take some time to like show your mom that you love her, or tell her that you love her. Mm-hmm. Or write her a letter, she'll cry. She she'll be crying anyways. But yeah, yeah, she will. And like, let her fuss over the details of your open house. Oh, the open house. This is less of a sentimental mushy thing. The open house is for your mom. That's two is for. It's just what it is. It's what it is. So be nice. Let it happen. Yep. Show your mom some extra love if you're graduating this year. That's a really good one. Way Thanks. to go. Yes. <laughs> love when I succeed. Where are you going? What was that? I don't know. You just said something super weird. (laughs) (laughs) She said, here we are. And I think that's how we're going to end it. Yep. Here we are. When the story went.